Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Yes, good morning everyone. Welcome to Mobile Rolling. And uh, in case you're not aware, Saturday was a big night at Globe Derby. There was an 11 race program which uh, conducted the 11 heats of the Australian Drivers' Championship. Now, uh, it was the first time we've had it since 2019 due to the COVID problems that we've had. And uh, I can tell you that uh, the winner, I'm very proud to introduce him on the show on Mobile Rolling, is James Herbertson of Victoria. James, thank you very much for joining us and congratulations on your win on the weekend yeah thanks Jimmy thanks for having me uh, my pleasure mate um, so how does it feel being the Australian drivers championship winner um, <laughs> I don't think it's really sunk in yet it's just uh, you know uh, t today's another day I'm on the way to the races at the moment and um, yeah but uh, I don't know it it's quite surreal still um, look, uh, I'm James by birth, but uh, my, my wife calls me Jimmy, my mum calls me Jim, my dad moved, died 30-odd years ago, go calls me, or used to call me James. Uh, do, you, do you go by James only, or do you have different monocles? Do people call you by little nicknames or anything? Oh, well, it's just it's whatever uh, people want to. I'm not too fussed. Um, since I started uh, racing, it sort of changed to more Jimmy, but, um, yeah, I, I've been called a lot worse since I know that. <laughs> so I've been called other names as well, but we can't mention them, can we? Not on the show. No, we can't. <laughs> All right. So, look, um, was that? I, I, I'm trying to think because I don't remember things as good as I used to. But was that your first go at Globe Derby on Saturday night? Uh, have you driven there before? Yeah, it's first time going there. Yeah, first time. Yeah. Okay, and it started off with a bang. I mean, you didn't have a drive in the first heat, but Hammers Law, you had a drive in the Trotters race. A little bit iffy on the first turn where we had a couple of gallopers you had to dodge, but he was good enough to get around and, and roll to the front and, and took control. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he began okay, but the ones out wider sort of got a bit more fly on him, and um, he, uh, we got a little bit lucky there with a couple of them galloping, and they were a couple of the, uh, you know, the, the main chances as well. So uh, that was definitely in our favour, and... Um, Left uh, a, a roughie in front in Lord Chancellor and were able to pull our way to the front end and, and get a good run from then on. But um, you know he's a he's a lovely horse and his his form um, his form says that and he uh, he tries very hard. So you know from a driving point of view, I couldn't ask for any more. James, uh, did you do much form? I mean, do you do much form? Because I, I noticed later in the program when um, Brittany Graham interviewed you um, about a, a drive that you had in the race and, and you said, well, uh, you were driving yours and mine and um, basically you said, oh, look, Springfield Affairs got much better form. He's been racing against better horses. So do you actually do the form strongly yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely something that uh, I rely on, and uh, it uh, yeah, it, it really helps. You know, knowing what um, what horses can do and what they can't do, and you know, it was a lot easier with that horse because I used to drive him quite a bit and uh, been racing against him uh, quite a lot in Victoria. So uh, I, I did know the horse quite well, and um, you know, he was dropping back in class, and uh, you know, that that probably it uh, that was proven in the end. 
I think it was proven as well with your drive with the sneaky fox. I watched a replay of her and, and I thought what you did there proved to me that, hang on, this, this guy thinks about what he does because, I mean, you didn't have a crack for the lead with the sneaky fox. You, you tried to sneak in behind. You originally went down to go to the inside but then noticed that uh, the inside runners weren't holding their position. It looked like getting crossed. And as soon as you saw that inside runner getting crossed, you pulled her out straight away. So I thought that was one of your Perla drives to get victory there with the sneaky fox. Yeah, she was uh, she was really good. She um, she came home straight uh, strong late and uh, and that. But as I said to uh, to uh, the, the trainer and that that you know she took a bit of driving. She was in and out and uh, a little bit all over, all over the shelf. But um, yeah, she she began okay. She sort of slipped in behind him as I said, and uh, there was a chance to come off the fence when we ended up fall back and. Um, you know, just sit there and sort of come with one run then and uh, you know, luckily she was too good. So as the night progressed, you progressed with the point scoring, you were out in front, it was a matter of whether they could catch you or not. And there, when we got to race 10, there was an opportunity for quite a few drivers that could possibly catch you or, or get close to winning the series. And one of those was Cameron Hart. Now, he had to win race 10 to have any chance of beating you. Uh, and the same could be said about Gary Hall Jr. and Nerissa McMullen as well. And, and Wayne Hill, they all had to win to catch you because you had two drives. You had the, the last two drives. And it worked out that Cameron Hart found the front, but he was run down. He finished in second placing. So coming to the last race, uh, the calculations were even if Emily Savalco did win that last race, she couldn't catch you in points. Were you aware of that going into the last race, James? Um, I had a quick look, but maths has never been my strong point. So I was not overly confident, but, um, you know, I had a little inkling that that was going to be the case. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was in, in the ca in, definitely the case in the end, luckily. So... Through the night, did, was, did, obviously you were there representing Victoria with Kate Gath, so do you have a chaperone? Do you have someone that goes with you or, or you just find your own way there to the, to the Australian Drivers' Championship? Um, with with the, uh, the, uh, the troubles that we had with the flights, uh, it meant that we missed the hummer that uh, Harness Race and South Australia had organised. So um, Luckily, the CEO was able to come and pick us up and, uh, and in his own car and, and get us there on time. Um, so, yeah, we, we were quite lucky in that respect. OK. And with regards to points, you weren't sort of getting updates to know where you were? Because I, I did speak with Cameron Hart after your, your um, celebration interview, uh, the win, and I said, oh, did you realise you were going to, if you won the second last race, you could win the series? He said, I had no idea where I was with the points. So it was just a matter of going out there and driving and, and just see what the accumulation was at the end of the night. Is that the way it worked? Oh, well, for, for Cam, it, it obviously did, but I, I had my good mate with him from... Uh... You know, we've been mates all our lives. He come across with me, and uh, I gave him a ring about uh, two two thirds of the way through the night, and asked him how I was going. And uh, luckily, he hadn't had too many drinks by then, and he was able to tell me uh, that I was in front by enough at that point in time. Um, and uh, you know, that that sort of lifted my spirits, and I had to uh, you know just try and keep earning a check and uh, and keep the points rolling in, but. Yeah, I was never too sure towards the end of the night how we were travelling. Well, Dobby, man, who's your mate that gets on the Terps? <laughs> his name's Tom Brown, yeah. He's, uh, he's got quite a following after his, uh, his efforts uh, on Sunday night.
Okay, that's fantastic. All right, so you've won the series now. How did it go about? How did Harness Racing Victoria contact you to say, hey, listen, James, we want you to represent Victoria at the, at the Australian Drivers' Championship? Uh, yeah, Stephen Bell and, that, and uh, his crew from, from HRV uh, got hold of me and, and let me know. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was very surprised and, uh, yeah, very honoured um, for the opportunity, you know. It's, uh, it's a big deal. But, um, yeah, that, they were the, uh, the contacts from HRV. Yeah, okay. So, um, if I'm right, you're, you're only 22 years of age. You're one of the young guns here in Victoria? Yeah, 22, mate, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, you, you've had uh, Group 1 wins so far in, in your short career, um, a couple of times in the 100 Club and I think a 200 Club uh, driving in a season as well. So, all things are working well. What you're doing is working well and the people are supporting you well? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm very lucky with the, uh, the people behind me, as I said, on, on Saturday night. You know, without them, I wouldn't be here. So, um, you know, you've got to get on the right horses and... Uh, and get the right luck in running, but um, you know you've got to have the people behind you as well. So uh, you know I'm very lucky. I, I drive for a lot of people and I drive a lot of horses, and um, you know that sort of that gets me enough winners to uh, to keep ticking along. Yeah, and uh, you also got to drive them right as well, James. And, and you proved that Saturday night that you do. And, and congratulations on that as well. Where does where does the name Herbertson? How far back do we go as far as Herbertson in the in the sport of harness racing? Where does the family tree start? Um, yeah, well, it's on both sides of my family. Uh, on my uh, on my dad's side, uh, his uncle was Merv White. He trained out of Ballarat for, for quite a while and uh, was trained of the year at Ballarat many times. And um, he uh, he always had a small team. So dad sort of grew up with him a little bit more than his parents. Um, so it, uh, it it come from that from there on that side of the family. And on my mum's side, um, my my nan and my grandfather they both trained and drove. Uh, my name was one of the first female drivers um, back in the day. So, uh, Grant, my pa, he was a he was a trainer and a, and a farrier as well. Um, and then my mum, she was a, a steward in Queensland, um, and that's how she met Dad uh, when he was training up there for uh, where he was forming for Stewie Hunter and, and Stewie Dixon and, and trained quite a few winners up there. So, um, yeah, that's uh, sort of the family tree to a point. Okay, so give us the names of your, uh, your, your grandfather and your grandmother on that side. Uh, so he's uh, Mick Clover and, and Bev Clover. And, yep. um, yeah, mum's uh, Jody. Yep. Yeah. And I'm assuming your father is Ashley. I don't think I met him before. Yeah, it's, that's him. That's, that's dad. And, um, yeah, he's, as I said, his uncle was worth white. So, yep. yeah, that's, that's that side of family as well. Okay, so you're virtually born into the sport as a young man. Do you remember when you first started driving horses? At what age? Uh, I was probably... Um, I wasn't that into it up until a few years ago. I was quite a few years ago now, but, um, you know, I was probably uh, 10 when I started driving. Um, I was able to reach a footrest by then, and I was never an overly tall bloke. Um, I was always quite short, so they didn't let me drive for quite a while because I couldn't reach them, so... Um, yeah, it, uh, it started there and then that went into the pony shots and uh, then on to the trial driving and the race driving. Okay, and now you're the Australian Driving Championship winner. Now, has anyone approached you about the the possibility of 
maybe being favoured to represent Australia at the World Driving Championships in Italy next year. Anyone from Harness Racing Australia or Harness Racing Victoria said, look, this could be a possibility, and, and would you be willing to go if they did select you? Uh, no, no one's approached, approached me just yet. I've heard about the opportunity that uh, you know maybe there, um, but yeah, if I if I could get a chance, I'd uh, I'd jump at it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've luckily I've been overseas before and and been to Solvalla and Sweden and and that, and um, it'd be quite uh, quite the trip away to be able to go and go and race in Italy for sure. Yeah, be fantastic. Now, um, the media release that came out said the boy from Burren Beat. So, were you born and bred at Burren Beat, or, or you live there now? How does it work? Um, no, I was born in Queensland, uh, a caboolture up there. Um, I had the school training in Queensland at the time, um, and uh, I moved to, to Burren um, a few years ago. But now we're out at the family farm um, at, at Mexton. So. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, 1,500 acres there and about 5,000 head of sheep, so we're, we're pretty busy there. Okay. And, and what, what does your day entail? I mean, you, you were here Saturday night in South Australia. You had to fly back. You had drives at Maryborough yesterday. You're making your way to Yarra Valley now. So what, do, you, do you work horses at home before you, you head off to the trots? Are any in work or how does it work? What, what do you do? Or do you just go to the trots and, and freelance? No, no, we've got uh, we've got 14 or 15 in work at home uh, at the moment, which is probably a few too many, but um, we uh, we get through them. So I uh, I had a bit of a sleep in this morning. I was a bit jaded from the weekend, so I uh, only did one jog trip and uh, got on the road by about half past ten. And uh, yeah, just heading to uh, to Yarra Valley now. But generally, um, you know, I'll be up uh, sort of half past seven ish, uh, depending on where I've been the night before, and uh, you know, we work the horses. Dad and I uh, and Mum in the morning and, and get them done and then and, and you know sort of shop off to uh, wherever the day takes me. But um, yeah, we've got a probably a few too many in work at the moment to uh, have, a, have it a bit easier. But you know it'll uh, I'm sure the numbers will drop off soon. Yeah, you got a few drives at Yarra Valley. Uh, just had a quick look at the prices. Some of those are, are fairly long shots. Is there anything that you can probably drive home as a winner today for our listeners, or we got something later on in the week? No, I'm quite confident with uh, with Denstown. He's back into the sort of race he likes. Um, he won at Yarra Valley probably seven or eight starts ago. He, he likes the track, and um, you know, he's, uh, his form's been good of late, so I think he'll be going quite close. OK, all right, so we'll look out for him today at Yarra Valley. Back in my day when I was your age, they used to call it Yarra Glen, but they changed the name many years ago. It may have even been before you were born, but uh, always Yarra Valley, uh, as you know it nowadays. Did you know it as Yarra Glen before? Oh, yeah, some people still call it Yarra Glen for sure, but uh, I don't know the story behind it at all. <laughs> well, James, you had an enjoyable time um, coming to South Australia, not getting here because, as you say, the plane delayed. And was that right that you, you turned up at the flight and they said, well, well, bad luck, someone's already taken your seat, it's first in, first served? Is that correct, that, the way they wrote it up? Oh, well, that was the way I, uh, I read it off them, but... Um... Pretty much, you know, uh, Kate and I, we both sort of checked in uh, an hour before the flight, you know, just, just sort of normally and didn't think too much about it. And uh, I got there and, um, yeah, there, there wasn't a seat uh, for, for any of us. So we had to uh, wait uh, for the next flight that had enough seats for us. And, um, yeah, luckily that got us there uh, in the nick of time. But, uh, you know, we can out to Australia putting the races back half an hour, uh, you know, uh, all, all, four, uh, all three of us would have missed it as, 
the first race as well, um, Connor Crook included, because he was uh, he had to get on a later flight than us as he was flying with with Qantas instead of Virgin. So uh, we uh, we didn't have much luck in the in the flight department, that's for sure. Yeah. Hey James, um, thank you very much for coming, Dad. Lake, thanks for being on the show. Congratulations on your win as the Australian Driving Championship winner. And look, I've got my fingers crossed that you get a trip to Italy. Uh, and uh, if you do, we'll be watching your fortunes leading into that for 2023. But uh, yeah, look, uh, hopefully you come back to Adelaide again and drive a few more winners. And, and hopefully you get plenty of winners uh, in the future. And, and in particular, Denstown in race two, number six, who you think might be a good chance of getting the wheels rolling today but I appreciate your time on mobile rolling James and congratulations no thank you very much mate appreciate it thank you mate there we go there's James Herbertson he's the man and uh, he is the winner of the Australian drivers championship as far as the point scoring was concerned uh, he ended up with 61 points he had a two-point win over Cameron Hart from New South Wales Emily Savalco had 57 of West Australia Wayne Hill of South Australia on 56 Narissa McMullen of Queensland on 54 Ryan Ryhorick of South Australia 52 Gary Hall Jr uh, he was on 49 from West Australia Kate Gath of Victoria uh, 48 points Grace Pinello New South Wales 45 Connor Crook for Tasmania 38 Danny Hill replaced Rowan Hillier who couldn't make it because the, the flights didn't come from Tasmania so she was the reserve driver she got 37 points and Pete McMullen of Queensland on 28 points so James Herbertson probably it makes him the youngest winner of the Australian Drivers Championship uh, I would say uh, I think it's fair to say pretty close to that um, we had Pete McMullen who won it in 2014 Grant Dixon 2015 Wayne Hill 2016 2017 was Chris Alford 2018 Todd McCarthy and Gary Hall Jr was the winner in 2019 and now we've got 2022 James Herbertson representing Victoria.